0: Hello affiliate listeners, welcome. And we are here at Affiliate Summit West and we just had a really fun and insightful conversation with Stefan who changed his business and built his brand on a simple five minute high production video. But guess what guys, it was only $300 for him to produce something that went viral and made a ton of sales. He's gonna break down step-by-step how he did that and how you could start doing your business. Plus with a little surprise that I wanna spoil for you at the end. So jump in and give it a listen. Stefan, so excited to have you here today. I'm really, really excited to have some things we're going to talk about. But first, before we get started, how are you doing? How's ASW? Guys, sorry, (laughs) this is like, apparently it's later in the day and I did fly in this morning. So if I fumble and jumble, it's just because I'm tired, but I'm energized because you're here. Um, So how's ASW going for you so far? How's Vegas treating you on day two of being here?
1: Well, first, thank you so much for the invitation. I (laughs) really appreciate it. You've been, by the way, a great friend of mine and uh, always been there for us. So thank you, uh, thank you for the invitation. Um, I came here yesterday actually, so it's been about one day yeah. Uh, so it's just about to start. So yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to meet some friends, mingle, network. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enjoy my time.
0: You're not littered with guilt of bad decisions yet, so that's always good. That means you're early in I Vegas. I hope so. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see about tonight. It's yeah. The clickbank parties. So. Mm, yeah. Challenge accepted for me. For you, right? <laughs> um, tequila shots. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh boy. That is definitely that is definitely the path of bad decisions. Later it starts yep. with tequila shots. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, um, so we're gonna be talking about a lot of things today, but the thing that has me most excited before we kind of jump in for everyone to know is this concept around one video that you could scale a brand with, um, use direct response and just kind of one video to really change your business and scale, which I thought just sounded really exciting and appealing. And the fact that you did it under 5K and actually even lower than that, creating a high production video. So a mystery that a lot of people are like, what the hell is he talking about? High production video that's scaling your business and your brand for less than five K and we'll jump into that. But before I'd love to get a little bit more background because you yourself come from more of like a startup background and then, you know, brands and things like that. And so to be in this direct response world's a little bit different, but you had kind of a, it was a a bit of a necessity that brought you here. So why don't you tell us a little about what got you into learning some of these direct response, um, I think techniques in this world, given that your background doesn't necessarily didn't necessarily start there.
1: Sure. Um, well, I got into the whole online world in back in 2014 um the first year i went to write a book called awaken your healthy genes which is kind of telling my story my background coming from family of doctors and how i grew up in a very healthy environment and even if i have very bad genes in my dna i was still able to be healthy so it's kind of based on the science of epigenetics so i wrote this whole system in one year because my friend was like yo dude you can get into the online space use your passion to do teach people and still make some living um so the first two years i had no idea what i was doing i had no idea what the online marketing means um and that same book that i was trying to give away for free i had a lead magnet yeah and i had just an opt-in page nothing else and i was just expecting people would come from my facebook page to the opt-in page and just get the uh get the ebook nobody was getting it yeah flash forward two years later um i understood that actually i i knew only the tip of the iceberg from the whole online world and i stumbled upon my first guy was like frank kern everybody probably knows Mm -hmm. knows him from then on i started learning from digitalmarketer.com russell brunson and i started understanding how the whole world works how you turn a cold traffic random visitor to into a lead a lead into a customer customer into a long-term Raving fan, right? And you keep, you know, doing that mm-hmm. whole thing again. So that same ebook I couldn't give for free. I end up selling uh, 10,000 copies with that in 2017, and wow. that was only with one video, um, which became viral with the help of Facebook ads. It was a $300 production, and uh, pretty much I built my whole back then brand go healthy with Stefan, the first brand, uh, just you know by using that video and Facebook ads, um, and. You know, then the idea came to create Zonia, which which is a subscription-based video streaming platform. Um, the problem with Zonia, because it's a startup company, so, you know, think of any any big company like Netflix, Calm the App, those kind of uh, startups. Um, we didn't have any investors, right? So I was, because it's a low-priced product, it's a subscription-based, and we cannot break even uh, on the same day. I had to come up really with some out-of-the-box video ads to be able to put out there with on, on facebook and to be able to break even my ad spend on the same day um so at the same time i was getting i did some films because my background comes from motion pictures so i knew how to tell a beautiful story and i started learning about direct response again so i kind of com- combined them both and i came up with my own technique to to make these five to seven minute viral videos that can uh, you can scale easily with Facebook, YouTube ads, and you can break even on the next day or in a, at least in the first three, four, five days uh-huh. so that you can uh, scale the business. And that's breaking even even on like low price points, meaning that you have to have
0: some really high conversions yeah. to be able to make that happen. So that, that that's amazing. And so
1: the first one was just, you said 250, 300, what was it again? No, that was like the last one. The first one, oh, okay. $10,000 system was a $17 product. It's a digital yeah. product. Uh, that was the typical lead magnet. Oh no, sorry, the yeah. cost of the production for that first oh, video yeah, was $300, yeah, $300, yeah. Right? $300. yeah, it, was yeah. A, it was a one take, mm-hmm. one take script. Uh, we shot it in the middle of a, a road, literally in, in the canyon in the Hollywood Hills. Me, my DP, and one kid. <laughs> That's it. And and um, we can go more into de- into details about the script of that. But it was a one, we, we had three takes, but we chose the second take. Uh, but it was one take, no, that's my kind of, I love this this style of making one take videos, because they turn out to be much more natural, lots of unexpected things happening, especially if you work with kids, which I love, most of my videos have kids, because they're very authentic, they're interesting, people love them, they end up doing something crazy that end up helping the video to become viral down the line, so uh, yeah, that was a you know, very, we can put The link for that video if you want, if you guys yeah, want to see it. Yeah, I'd love to put that in the show notes, that'd be great for And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about I
0: love what you said too with kids because that's yeah. you know, it reminds all I don't know if you've read um, Alchemy uh, by um, Rory, how is it, Mac? Gosh, I just forgot his last name, but um, so he talks a lot about in marking like, there's weird things like they. He puts pets in ads, even Good. if it's not for pet products, because animals increase conversions. I imagine yeah. kids with video, or just in general, very similar things. It's hard yeah. to hate a child being just Absolutely. an unencumbered child that's innocent and fun. And you're right; they don't really care about what people think about them, so they just kind of say what they see. They just see themselves and, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. One of the, the that first video that became viral. Um, the funny part part is, the whole video started with me doing push-ups. And the kid is on my back so that was the first like pattern interrupt you're scrolling down your news feed and all of a sudden you see this guy doing push-ups on the cliff although i was like 10 feet away but people were thinking like we we're on the edge of the cliff and i get actually a lot of negative comments like well, what are you doing there with the kid but i'm like no don't worry we're far away and then he's on my on my shoulders and then down at the very end of the video the scene was where they were throwing like junk food at me you know that was like the uh the description of how bad this food is you know mm-hmm. cut that high sugar foods and the kid he started saying no no like crying not like crying but like he was protecting me against the people behind the scene throwing that food because he was you know being very protective and that came out of nowhere i didn't expect that i had to improvise play with him so i take him out I, i start shaking kind of thing and i continue my lines which was my final call to action get my free ebook the lead magnet which end up getting like 500,000 downloads of that of that wow. whole ebook. And we get so many comments of people saying about the kid, how he protected me, how he sold, it was junk food throwing at me, stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, that was improvisation. That wasn't like anything, you know, that I, I planned. It just happens because you work with kids. So yeah. they're natural, reaction with what's going on yeah.
0: well and like i said so much of video is trying to capture authenticity so giving exactly. somebody that doesn't know how to be anything but authentic mm-hmm. where i can imagine sometimes that could be a challenge when it works
1: Whew, you know, you have to probably be ready for some of that improv on your own end, too. Absolutely. Yeah. If you work with kids, you have, you have to be open to take risks, improvise, mm-hmm. do it again, do it one more time, if you, you know, as many times as you need. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So let's circle back on onto the, the script
0: for the first video. And, and depending on how much you want to break down, we'll probably it'll depend on the answer to this question. So was what you learned from that script or that structure of that first video and the viral success that mm-hmm. it had. Did you start taking that and then replicating the campaign when you got into direct response and you really wanted to say, okay, we gotta get funding for Zonia. How are we gonna do that? Was it the same? Or do you make a change when you started creating a lot of these short form five to seven minute
1: videos? Like just to give an idea. Sure. I think it was pretty much taking the majority of that structure and that was probably the first or second mm-hmm. viral video that was the combination between direct response and branding. Gotcha. So there's certain you know principles that i some of them i came up with others i learned from other people uh and you guys most have probably seen some of videos created by chambers media or the Harmon brothers that are very well known to create this type of videos to be honest i didn't know about those two companies when i started doing my own videos and i was like oh actually some somebody else actually is doing that so i was really happy to see that that it's actually working for them too and for their uh, their brands uh but there's certain things that yeah i think are are very important and, and valid, valid for all the videos that I do. And I can go quickly to give you yeah. some of those tips. Um, yeah, if you just wanna give the, the structure and the structure, outline. Sure. And
0: then what we could do is we could talk, a, we'll, we'll talk through that and we could talk about maybe some of the production side. Cause yeah. like most time when you hear Harmer Brothers and Chamber Media, people are thinking six figures investment to get mm-hmm. somebody to go and create a video for them.
1: So, and that's totally, again, fine. They're great companies. If somebody has the budget, you know, go with them. I would mm-hmm. go with them if I have 50K 100K to invest in that, right? But right now, like so many so many other people, they don't mm-hmm. have that money, so they can shoot with something like that for like under 5K and yeah, we can definitely talk yeah. about that too.
0: We sound, yeah, we will get there because that's super <laughs> exciting because I want that high quality on, you know, a, a low quality budget is always, sure. always a great ROI. So let's talk a little bit about the structure and what you did in that first video and how you continue to scale it out mm-hmm. to really grow a platform and, and really when normally you need funding so you went from funding to self-funded using that direct response brand piece so talk a little bit how you did it
1: because i'm curious sounds amazing sounds good so i always say think of those videos as a as a funnel mm-hmm. right so in the way you have a online funnel with different pages and you're starting to put some traffic and the further that there are, that people are going down the funnel the fewer people you have left right so most people are going to be on the landing page then on the thank you page after an opt-in there are fewer people than people who go to the order form fewer buyers and fewer upsells downsells at the very end they're very few right so if you have a video five you know from zero to like five to seven minutes um you have to break down the whole video in kind of funnel pretty much and here's an example if you have a great video and you have every single element but if your first seven seconds suck that they're really bad like it just doesn't have the principles for instance in the pattern interrupts and those kind of things then you might cut 50 percent of your people might stop watching after the first seven seconds and you might have lost potential clients who if they went down the road to watch the video they would loved it and they might end up opting in or buying or whatever the call to action is so we're kind of doing that reverse engineer you know you have to see the whole big picture and start writing the script from from that um So let's start from the you know from the beginning right now when you write a a a script for a video like that uh obviously we're, we're trying to put this on facebook or youtube for for ads and you and your goal is to to get as many um views as possible in the beginning so what i call it and what other people call it you know in the beginning is stop the scroll you you have to come up with something to stop that scroll on facebook um skip or, stop or skip YouTube. stop the yep. button the first five seconds what can you do what is the beginning what are the first few frames of your video that you make somebody to stop the scroll usually faces people's faces they love that so all my videos let's say i'll give you a couple of examples that same video that we talked about with the kids with a kid i had a, i was doing push-ups with a kid on my on my back so just that some guy is starting to do push-ups on the on the end of the cliff and all of a sudden the text appears big letters what is the biggest american paradox question mark Mm. that's it right so you're scrolling down and you see that so it's it's it opens the curiosity like okay first of all what is this random guy here doing push-ups in the end of the cliff with a kid on his back and what is that biggest american paradox i'm american i'm australian but i want to know what that is what that is so your goal is to just get that you know click to scroll um so a couple of questions on that so um you know you're totally right, and
0: I hear it all the time. And like you said, the Harm brothers and Chamber, they teach the same idea that you need to start at a peak level of drama or something that's going to catch that eye. So, um, what I'd be curious to kind of know, like. Do you find maybe a specific style of pattern interrupt works better? Is it something where you wanna go with humor? Obviously that's what the Harm Brothers lead with. Is it something you wanna go with maybe fear-based? You also mentioned like face focus and you're really pulling more of a curiosity play mm-hmm. with the one that you mentioned. Is there maybe a style or format you find has worked better for you? Um, and if so, why do you think it is that that one tends to work
1: better? Sure, um, I would say both work for me, like fear-based comedy-based as well. Most of mine are like, uh, not fear-based, like, you know, dramatic-based, let's say. Uh, I had a, once a lady, the whole video started with her staring at the camera directly and she's crying. Her tears are coming down, right? And it was voiceover, voiced over by me. So the whole video starts with her, you know, crying. So that was that was kind of, again, you're scrolling down, you see this crying lady. You first is like, okay, what's going on? Why is she crying? So I want to unmute to hear her if she's really crying and she was, you know, actually crying uh because she was actress hired but uh but she was playing a role uh so that was one of the video i had another video where there was a lady where she's doing her her blender her smoothie and all of a sudden the smoothie explodes, and her whole face becomes in this green juice so that was more comedy based but still in the first three seconds we were seeing that and that still worked really well so i would say faces work very well yeah. whether it's a child face, whether it's people's face directly in front of the camera that works well versus if you start with some landscape image or some stock footage or some you know random footage you know basi- yeah. basically faces looking straight into the camera worked really really well for me yeah. uh, so I do that a lot.
0: No, that that's. I'm glad you said that because that actually. Um, just to give you some some credibility in that, that you said. I remember went to a conference that YouTube put on, and go, um, YouTube has what Google Labs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an entire division that their whole thing is they work with the top advertisers on YouTube to do split testing and do research to figure out what's making a big difference. One of the defining characteristics on YouTube ads that they found in terms of success is tighter frames and focuses on faces. Mm. So fa- and as they, the reasoning and kind of the logic behind it is most people are watching this content on their phone. And the phone is mm. a very intimate source. What's probably the number one way people communicate on their cell phones nowadays? FaceTime. Mm-hmm. We wanna watch and stare at someone's face for some God awful reason. I don't understand why. I don't get it. I don't know what to do with my face whenever I'm holding it. But I think I'm like a 65 year old in a 34 year old's body. Um, so, but, you know, so it, it's so intimate when you put that in the ads. You could focus so much more on on those facial features. Sorry, my microphone arm just dropped. Um, it's tired too. Uh, so um, you know, the, it's really good that you said that because that that does vet out in some of the biggest brand advertisements. They actually noticed it was a huge issue with auto. Um, ads. Mm. So most um, traditional TV media ads, it's like, you know, it's like the beginning of the shiny. It's some car driving through some landscape. They did terrible Mm -hmm. on YouTube and even on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. When you have a short form video. Um, And so it's trying to switch to something. How do you focus more on a face and make it seem personal? So that's fantastic advice. And I love that, you
1: you know, humor or drama, both works. It's more like find what fits for you. Absolutely. And one other thing is also humans. That wasn't actually a face, actually the video that built the whole Zonia. Before Zonia was the Go Healthy Lab, which was the proof of concept we build on ClickFunnels until we switched to our own platform that we built from scratch. That, again, I scaled that back in the day, 2018, with one video, 10,000 uh, subscribers on Zonia, um, And that was just one, um, one video that started with me. Camera is there, profile, I'm wearing an apron, I have a, this cutting board, and I'm just cutting celery very like you know masculine uh, right? yeah so just f- and became- for those
0: that aren't on video it is important to um, describe Stefan here that he is in great shape just gorgeous wow. Adonis level muscles so you imagine just if you could think of like I was wearing the, my long sleeves so. oh that's too bad that's too bad you, just, you should cut those off right but <laughs> but just think of you know a European Adonis cutting celery so I think that really helps when you're like I would stop and watch that depending on
1: uh, I guess your affiliation right <laughs> well thank you yeah but I don't I don't think that was the reason that why they were stopping. It was just me, some random guy cutting celery on a table, kind of serious at the same time, camera pushed in in post-production, dramatic music, and just these newspapers, um, again, text cards. I love using text cards in the beginning, like that one that I said, you know, the biggest, what is the biggest American paradox? In this case, they were like newspapers kind of cuts, like you're cutting with it from a newspaper, Mm -hmm. you know, like different headlines. So these were like contradictory headlines, like keto diet is great for you. Keto diet is bad. Uh, high, uh, you know, uh, cholesterol is the reason for heart disease. Cholesterol, your body needs cholesterol to live, right? Because people are constantly bombarded with all these contradictory statements. So, in the first fifty seconds, there were no lines. It was just me cutting very hard. That camera is pushing in, and you see all these contradictory, uh, you know, lines. So again, it was kind of pattern interrupt. People are stopping. They see that they start reading it. It opens their curiosity. So if you go back to the to the, to the video, what is the, the next step after you stop the scroll is you have to open the loop. So you do that either by asking a question or somehow, like in this video, I didn't really ask a question. I was just putting this uh, contradictory statement. So people are very curious to, like, okay, what is going on here? Like, what is he he's saying that, but then he's saying something else? Or these are headlines, what is going on? And then I'm just, the moment I cut, I'm just looking at them and I'm saying, are you confused? you know by all this well guess what you know me too you know i'm kind of sick of that and and then i just get the knife and i stab it on the table like i do this action let me get it and just stab the whole knife so it just stays like that on the table boom yeah and then then the whole video starts with me starting to preach music picks up you know and then i start you know talking about the whole uh obesity epidemic that was the video the angle was the obesity epidemic that happened in the last 50 60 years uh since the whole standard american diet the high sugary diet the processed foods and those kind of things so i first gave a little background history of how people back in the day they used to be fit you know most of the people because they were moving a lot they weren't were any kind of much processed foods back then so here we come to you know we opened the loop. so now people are interested to find out the answer right so my first video I was you know telling you what the biggest American paradox is which was that we are eating more fat than we've ever had as a society in America, in America but at the same time we're getting fatter and fatter and fatter and that's the paradox you know what you know uh, I'm sorry we're eating less fat my apology yeah we're eating less fat in the last 50 60 years but we're getting fatter and fatter and fatter right yeah. so because everybody thinks so you have to eat less fat to 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 lose weight but yeah that was the the whole 50 yeah. years of Standard American diet, Reduced so. fat health. Reduced fat health, fat health. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that was, to me, you know, the biggest American paradox, and I started explaining that. So in the next part, which is the majority of your video, and I'm talking about the next one to one and a half, two minutes, in my case, sometimes even three minutes, I don't even mention product. I don't look call to action. I'm starting to, t- to say a, a, t- a story. Now is the storytelling moment where everybody has to find their own techniques of what story you want to tell. You know, what, you know, before you talk about the the product how you can tell a beautiful story that can lead to the product you want to sell or give for free whether it's a free ebook so there are different techniques here you can do i personally love combining authenticity as we talked about it it's it's one take shots also why i love the one take videos because you can um they're not super scripted so I know the script. I, I've learned it, but I can improvise. So many times I'm changing on spots, things. I have to improvise with the kids. Another reason I, I add the kids because I love kids, and you know I love working with them. And it's much more authentic. It makes me more relaxed as the speaker too. And most of my, most of my videos, I'm the speaker. So I love you know authenticity is very important. Um, comedy so you know also is good you know to add different type of comedy in in the video even in that video with the kid there was lots of kind of comedy elements like i keep talking about the high fat diet uh the the low um how the standard american diet is low fat diet and all of a sudden there's this yogurt that comes with a whip pan like very quick right mm-hmm. next to me and then on the other side comes this spoon and i'm taking the spoon and i'm Taking a, a you know a spoon of, of yogurt and I'm eating it and, and I'm saying you know this is a like plain yogurt it's healthy for you right right low fat yogurt well guess what there is actually 28 grams of sugar which is about seven teaspoons of sugar and all of a sudden a whole bag with seven equivalent teaspoons of sugar appears right mm-hmm. so all these elements is you know the comedy the authenticity the the interesting kind of as roller roller coaster so you're constantly playing with the viewers emotion and attention to get them because everybody right now is low attention spam, so if you do something boring, they won't really pay attention, they'll just leave it, right? So your goal is to keep them engaged throughout the time. So yeah. that's when the little, those moments with props you can play, adding different props. And yeah,
0: Yeah. so a lot of it's like, so you have the, the pattern interrupt, then you're gonna go to the open mm-hmm. loop, and then you get to that story portion, and the keys is so then that's really gonna be the longest part of your video. Yeah. Um, so first, you need to make sure you know what your story is, mm-hmm. then you find ways, to, draw out your authenticity, which I think obviously lots of different ways to do that. I love the idea that, hey, talk about a script, but then do one takes, right? So you're not gonna mash up the best of one take. It's like, we will get one, which I've watched your videos and I've always noticed that, yeah, it feels very natural. And we've all watched the videos where there's lots of cuts mm-hmm. and you could tell that it's been cut up, but boy. And that works too, by the yeah. way. I've
1: done some of those too. they work great. It, you know, it's always good to try different things in. Mm-hmm. So.
0: But I like I like that you do that. I think that's a really interesting tactic. Um, and and like I was like, huh, that, that I like that. That's something I could see us trying more too.
1: But yeah, um, but, one thing. That, oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, actually, that was inspired by some of the big motion pictures, like let's say The Revenant. Mm-hmm. You know, Alejandro, the director, he likes using those long take shots that uh, that are uninterrupted. When Leonardo DiCaprio was like in the middle of the war between the Native Americans and the actual Americans, and then the camera was going around him like explosions here explosions there and, and and you were in the movie you're all in because it's everything is so real right so I I've, I've you know Damien uh he's not I forgot his last name the guy from the La La La, La Land yeah you know that movie he also loves that type of, of shots so uh long take shots again make things more authentic naturally because it looks less, less yeah. Kind of scripted, you know, like a yeah, when there's too many cuts, so like 1917 or Bird yeah Man. Oh, yeah, it's it's just, we could, just go, we could go, yeah, Again. we could go like Absolutely. awesome, a nerd here, yeah, yeah, 1917, yeah. just one take movie, yes, yeah. you know, that's why it was so so popular, yeah. Well, and it's it definitely, it's you don't have a moment to take a breath
0: in that, so mm-hmm. your attention is so focused on so those focused, single takes because yeah. I think it, inherently, if we take a cut and there is a break, that's also a break for me mentally, mm. where I'm making individual decisions whether I want to continue. Yeah. Um, but yet at the same time, building off that, when you're talking about in that story format to keep attention, almost like you're having other forms of pattern interrupts exactly. to keep people engaged. So, so it's and almost like, are you on like a five to 10 second cycle where you're doing some sort of action? Like, how do you kind of map that out to make sure that you can
1: keep that engagement to get the end of the story? Well, if you do it like too often, I feel like it might, Overwhelm people and they might just okay. kind of give up. So I wouldn't do it like every five, ten seconds, but I would. It, it's almost like literally a roller coaster. You go up, 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 and then all of a sudden you go down and again okay. up, up. So you're kind of building it throughout this whole one and a half, two, three, four minutes, you know, section. Uh-huh. Um, so it really depends on the video, depends on the script, on the product, on the okay. story you're telling. But definitely add those elements with like props, different things that you can you can incorporate in the video. Um, And also keep it at the end of the day, keep it simple. That's the other thing I want to talk about, simplicity. You know, if you overcomplicate things too much uh, in the whole story, uh, it might confuse people. So the least thing you want to do is confuse them. So simplicity, in addition to the authenticity, are very important to to keep people throughout the whole video. Um, And then obviously the emotional uh, component too. We want people to relate to the story. They're like, yes, I've been there. Yes, I feel this way. Oh my god you you just you just told my story right there right mm-hmm. so that's what you want to add that you know what story can i tell even if it's the most scientific information you know when i was talking about the that the obesity epidemic how the whole thing started it's pretty scientific kind of history stuff not super interesting in a way but i kind of tweaked it in the whole direction of the story to to tell it in a in a simple authentic and interesting way you know w- w- with stock footage uh with the voiceover with all these different uh, elements i had uh some i love my my, my technique my techniques is like the whip pants i talk 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 and all of a sudden the camera just go whew. It's called whip movement on the left. Super easy to do it in post-production too if you don't do it in the actual thing. And it goes to a totally different scene where in that video, it was kind of emotional video, but all of a sudden you see these three Italians eating pizza and like talking Italian and laughing when <laughs> I was saying, you know, it's fine to, from one to time time to time to kind of cheat and then go back to me and I continue the whole thing. So that thing is, again, adding that kind of roller coaster mm-hmm. and interesting kind of aspect.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's movement. It sounds like you need to create yes. some form of movement, whether it's a swipe to a different scene, yeah. whether it's a new prop or, or even like a joke and a change in emotional Exactly. Tone. It's the idea of periodic movement to keep people, people, people engaged. engaged. Now, yeah. um, you know, so, so that's fantastic. And definitely the emotional side too, making sure you capture that, because you're right. At the end of the day, we need to get the reptilian brain. The reptilian mm-hmm. brain is an emotional center. And so if we're not tapping into those deep core emotions, there's a good chance we're def- they're not gonna tap on the buy button when, we, when that eventually comes up or whatever CTA we're driving for. So, so kind of transitioning into that, unless there's more you want to talk about in that story section. From story, is it straight to CTA, or do you have another step that you take before you build into now let's talk about why you're here and closing loop, or, or what's kind of the next step after that story piece? Yes.
1: I would say, um, again, depends on the video, but after the story is kind of where we, and by the way, you can open multiple loops within the video, right? So you can open the first loop in the beginning, and then you can close it somewhere towards the end before the call to action, but open a new one, you know? So there's different ways to to do that. But I would say, yeah, after the story is where you do the first call to action, where you you introduce the product, um, and then once you introduce the product, you do the first call to action, whether it's a free book that video with the kid again the first one was uh, was a free ebook. so it was at the very end where that was the improvisation where he started crying I started kind of holding him and you know kind of shake him and then um and then I that book again came from the side you know with the sound and I took it I was like you know so if you want to uh to to learn about this we created this ultimate roadmap for fast metabolism that you guys can get for free. And at the same time, I'm going back to him, kind of shaking back to the to the audience. And that was just very real. So uh, I would say by that time, people should already trust you. Uh, if they're if they're sticking with you for so long, that means that you got their attention. They've, they've been listening to you. In your story is also important. We forgot to say that the educational aspect too, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're telling a story, but you also want to educate them to learn something new or reaffirm something that they have already learned. So that, the biggest American paradox video, it was something that people, most people already knew that the high fat diet is actually not bad for you. And actually the low fat diet is what makes people uh, obese and stuff like that. So, but it was, I had so many people who told me, I knew that, but it was the first time when I, after seeing this video that it clicked so well in my head that from tomorrow I wanna take an action now and, and change my life, right? so and i want them as a as a as a as a, as a client or even just like a, as a fan right who might just follow my blog and read my emails so again we're trying to educate them to about something new or reaffirm something that they already know um and then you do the call to action and after the call to action i always continue for at least one one and a half more minutes if it means that for the folks who haven't who are not um, who haven't done the actual action, whether it's getting the free book or buying or subscribing, I continue that for one and a half more minutes or for one more minute, continuing the whole story. In my other videos um, was the very emotional side, like, you know, whole music changes uh, and I was telling them what would happen if people don't take action right now, gotcha. you know, especially for the obesity epidemic, if they don't, if we don't join this movement, because my call to action was join the movement. Let's reverse together the obesity epidemic by joining our community for free. By the way, there is a seven-day free trial. Join our community. Let's reverse the the obesity epidemic. And I, again, I didn't I didn't sell the product. I was selling the 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 community, the mm-hmm. the mission, the movement. Like we we created pretty much a movement, uh, which is also important. And then I was saying, you know, if you don't do it, you know, th- there might be big consequences and you know for all of us, uh, or for you. So that was like the fear kind of based uh, element, which I personally believe to. by the way, I'm not mm-hmm. just trying to create some random fear to, to get people sign up. Uh, and, and that was the emotional side where music changed, the kid was sitting on the side, kind of very down, which was also helping a lot. He was just playing with his toys. And I was like, look at him, this is our future, right? And if you don't do something, you know, things are going to go in a bad direction. We don't want that to happen. So join our community. It's your chance, it's your chance. So I was just like, you know, the the opportunity is right here so it's your decision to take yeah. it or not kind of thing
0: yeah so it, that's your opportunity so after the cta it really is kind of over extending to overcome objections and whatever exactly. yeah. whatever the tone of the product might hit because obviously in that situation you know you're telling a story story sorry this arm keeps moving so i think i'm just gonna like hunch you can over it from here I think. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, i tried it wasn't oh, yeah. maybe i need your muscles right so <laughs> it seems like it's not moving um but but no i think you know it's again like for that offer, it totally makes sense to talk about the urgency and the mission for right now. Other times it might be something where it's like, hey, maybe you don't trust or you've failed in these situations before. And so whatever that primary objection is, I mean, do you just address one? Do you try and address multiple. Um, I know I've seen social proof after the CTA too. Absolutely. So it kind of kind of depends. But that's really, it sounds like that's your area to overcome objections and whatever you think is going to be the most prevalent yeah. for your offer or your offering, right? Exactly,
1: yeah. And some, some companies like the Chamber Chambers Brothers and Harmon Brothers, they do the first call to action much earlier, like around the one minute or one and a half minutes, right? For one of my Zonia videos where I'm trying for people to sign up for a seven-day free trial, which is a little bit more it's harder than giving them a free ebook. Uh, I wait until the fourth, fifth minute. So it, it, it really depends on the situation. Um, and then the overcoming objection, again, depends on the video. As you said, you can definitely put those testimonials. Um, what else? Um, yeah, it can really. Yeah. You know, try to do different things. Well, I know one thing the Harm
0: Brothers do in that section, like after not the, the first CTA but when they kinda of get later. Mm-hmm. I was like when they talk about who isn't right for them. That's always a great yeah, one, right? And are exactly. sort of like like, oh well we you, you know, all these five star reviews, except for Todd. Todd said this and he said it was it smelled bad. I was like, Well, if you want to be a Todd, you don't need to buy this product. But Todd kinda of sucks, right? <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, you're using that. Social pressure and the idea of identifying someone that none of us wants, right? Exactly. No one wants to be a Todd or a Karen or whatever it yeah. might be. So, no, that's really good. And so, do you do another CTA, or do you do like a, a blooper reel or a continuation at the end of your ad after that, or
1: do you? How do you close it out after you kind of have that overcome objection section? I do again a CTA. And by the way, one more thing oh, you yeah. can add is also if you have a an offer that expires, right? So we have a deadline. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sign up because it's only for the Black Friday thing or it expires only until the end of this month. So that's also a great urgency you can add because people hate missing out on on opportunities and bonuses and free offers. Um, And then I do one more call to action. Then again, something like real, like what what can you come up with that comes from your heart? Again, authenticity, because here's the thing about the video productions. If there is a moment that you're not authentic, people will see that. If it's like you have a whole video and there was only three second or five second segment that you are not authentic people will see that and they'll call you out and they'll they'll give you a hard time and they'll write comments about that and they will not end up signing up just because of that so mm-hmm. i'll i would always say keep it simple and it's better to be imperfect but authentic than super perfect but looks like staged you know yeah. like you're trying too hard and trying to sell your product so a great thing at the end is to after the second, let's say call to action or third call to action. And some people continue the video and then do the third one or mm-hmm. fourth. Just again, be authentic and and try to, to add that mission statement. Not just like about the product now, go back to the mission. Why are you doing this in the first spot? Why are you selling this product? You know Because you want to change people's life in a positive way. But what is the mission More more specific? My mission for that video was, let's reverse the obesity epidemic. It's a ridiculous, epidemic that is happening and taken the life of hundreds of millions of people it's like a silent killer kind of you know way that people don't really talk much about but if if you think about it it's crazy yeah so our mission is to reverse that and um, i would say if you finish your video with that with your mission statement and you're really open to them and sometimes i'm even a little bit more than just open and being super kind i'm sometimes a little almost very kind of serious and angry but not at the people at the industry Mm -hmm. but I'm a warning and it's like almost this wake-up call that sometimes people need a little bit more hey guys things are serious Mm -hmm. better take action because things are bad and and I hate to seeing this happening and I want to change the uh, change this so that's also been working very kind of well for me I understand not everybody wants to do that uh, but still keep it just authentic. Yeah. Well, no, I think
0: it, when you talk about authenticity though, if it's something that fits to where you can't have some anger, right? And in reality, if you're sharing that, whether it's an industry or the common enemy, we know mm-hmm. in direct response, you need to have an enemy to sling arrows at, right? Yeah. People love to, use, like, look no further than sports. Who do we, what, what do we love about sports with rivalries? we all collectively sling arrows at a unified enemy. It rallies us, it brings community together, and we're tribal people. If you are slinging arrows at the right enemy and you do it in an aggressive way at the end of that CTA, I connect with that because well, I want to sling the same arrow. So it totally makes sense. And the one part just to circle up on authenticity because I, I couldn't agree with you more. In those three seconds, we talked earlier about the the faces and the intimate mm. medium that is YouTube mm. or really just any video, especially knowing that it's used mobile. That's why I think people could see those small levels and just even the slightest bits of inauthenticity um, because it is it is so much more intimate. I'm so much yeah. closer. I'm so much more engaged if I'm choosing to give you my attention um, that it is not going to take a lot for me to just remove all that trust right away. So, because exactly. guess what? There's probably five other videos in the queue that I can watch that has the authenticity I want. Exactly. The competition is really high. So um, just to recap again, to go through it. So really it's, it's again, the pattern interrupt. Mm-hmm. You need that first five to second seconds. You want to do, Drama, curiosity, or what you tend to work most. Make sure open the loop. and then, yeah, you're going to open the loop. You're going to tell the story, making sure that you're creating movement, right? We'll just use that movement Absolutely. term to keep the engagement.
1: Roller coaster, authenticity, yeah. simplicity, uh, simplicity, yep. emotional connection. Yep. Add the motion picture element, sound effects. It's so easy. You can go in library and get sound effects for like different things coming up.
0: Yeah, we'll circle back to that in a, in a little bit when we talk sure. to some of the production sides because yeah. we've we've gone through the video, but we haven't gone to script, yeah. how you make it look good, but not. Be a lot, so yeah. we'll get there in a bit. But um, before before jumping to that, so um, just to recap, then you do CTA, and then it's that overcoming objections, mm-hmm. and then a final authentic close. um uh, one more
1: cta oh and then a final authentic close which is the mission statement
0: yeah the mission statement awesome so that's a fantastic format you should probably go back and re-listen to this part and write all that down again because that's going to be that framework for when you're making your own crushing it five to seven minute videos
1: absolutely and i encourage everybody to come up with their own you can add your own different techniques within that but if you Keep to some of those principles. I think you're gonna have great success. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, that's fantastic. So um, that being said, so we, we talked about that. That format was for the lower ticket, you know, free trial into a membership. But a lot of people are trying to sometimes sell things that are higher ticket in a mm-hmm. five to seven minute video could sometimes be a challenge as my price point increases. Now, you had told us before we got on the call, you're doing something pretty exciting with a higher price point mm-hmm. and a master class. Why don't you tell us a little about what you guys have recently found some success in, um, with still not you know, longer form video and leading into a much higher price point.
1: Sure, so absolutely correct. For a video like that, you're talking about low price product or let's say subscription based, like 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, up to like 120, 150 maybe. If you want to sell like a high price, let's say we just had a a, a free masterclass launch. where We are selling a six module course, which was 247 or 297 price points. Uh, Then what we found is very uh, efficient and successful for us are free masterclasses. And when we talk about free masterclasses, I see some people are doing it very low production, which is still working for them, totally fine, uh, which is just, let's say a Zoom call, more like a webinar, which Mm -hmm. is not scripted. Um so it really depends on the expert that you work with. In our free masterclass, it was me the host, and there was an expert which was a doctor. And because he wasn't the best speaker and you wanted this to sound better, we scripted the whole masterclass. So we had a 1.5 so one and a half hours masterclass, like almost a feature film. Uh, but we are selling a $247 product. And and that masterclass did very, very well. We had over 2% conversion rate on that. From uh, everybody who opted in to watch the masterclass. So, um. Well, and then also talk about, too,
0: because you mentioned well, the part that was really crazy is how the percentage of people that watched and yeah. stuck for the entire hour and a half. More um, than
1: 50% of the people, but between 50 and 60% of the people who start watching the masterclass stayed until the very end. Yeah. I'm talking about one and a half hours. Yeah. Um, That's a
0: huge commitment for yeah. people to get that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and knowing that you have that from a user base that even if they don't buy, I mean, they might buy, or who knows what else they might buy in the future, because there's a lot of investment to know that you have people that engage in your content that much. So, yeah. So, how did you get that done? Like hour and a half that feel and make it look high production, um, but it wasn't necessarily high cost for you. So, walk through that process a little bit.
1: Sure. So, for that video, um, we shot actually well, we shot three days the whole course, so that was a little bit more investment. But just for the masterclass itself, it was just like one day shoot. Um, I want to talk about again the script a little bit before yeah. I go to yeah, in sure, the interview because sure. people are wondering, okay, how you're keeping their attention for so long. So we're kind of keeping the same principles, which is the open the loop and 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 the, the first I would say in the video because people are committing to watch, uh, they reserve the time to watch the, the masterclass. So um, my biggest hook here was the curiosity. So my uh, curiosity based angle. So we were the the masterclass is called the CEO of aging masterclass with Dr. Ron Rosedale, where we are revealing this longevity enzyme that literally contro- as in everybody's cell, everybody's body that controls how fast you age. And if you are going to develop any type of chronic disease along the way. So it's a billion, a billion year enzyme called mTOR, the target of rapamycin. So we never reveal the actual name. It's only the CEO enzyme, the uh, the longevity enzyme that we sell on the opt-in page. The whole trailer, when people are opting in, we're talking about this biggest, one of the biggest breakthrough in the medical industry uh, and the CEO enzyme. So people are very curious to find what that is. And they opt in to watch the masterclass. The whole masterclass starts, I would always say, like most vsl videos that you've seen very, uh, very again those kind of things where you're trying to uh, get their attention open the loop with some stock footage with music tell them what they're going to learn in my case you know learn five big five the biggest myths about aging three uh, aging breakthroughs and of course we're talking going to talk about this co enzyme which is the tip of the the, the cherry of the cake that we're going to mm-hmm. reveal but here's the thing I didn't reveal this CEO enzyme until the 40th minute of the master class. Wow,
0: okay, yeah.
1: So everybody's by that time, I'm building this whole tension for them to like learn what that enzyme is. And we keep calling it throughout the masterclass. And I had to do some work with the doctor because he has no idea what marketing is and those (laughs) kind of things. It's like, hey, we need to do that just because we're trying to get people to watch. And, And it's a very scientific, by the way, very, very scientific information that we had to, to uh, tr- uh, t- translate and, and transform in a very simple language like a kid or a, a teenager can understand. Mm-hmm. So that took a while to write the whole script for the masterclass. But the first 40 minutes, we just referred to the CEO and that we kind of opening multiple loops, at least 10 loops I opened throughout yeah. the, those 40, f- first 40 minutes that then yeah. we end up closing after. Mm-hmm. That's what helped so much to um to get that huge retention rate until the, at the very end mm-hmm. another aspect was the educational aspect uh, the ed- educational side so i would say most vsls that are out there for majority of physical products uh, there is some educational aspect but there is like little bit that's kind of keep extending right mm-hmm dragging uh instead of actual providing all the time throughout new information in a good way like you're listening to a le- lesson that is super engaging because we add all these uh motion graphics and you can get from people from India for instance to do for 20 bucks amazing motion graphics right to you know I had like 25 motion graphics that helped the story so you were still telling the whole beautiful story about how the body works we started from the back in 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 like thousands of years ago when there was people there was um, times of fame and times of uh, of uh, of uh, of abundance of food and how the body works and talk about autophagy so we were still telling a beautiful story educational story they were learning so much stuff with the help of of, of those motion graphics with the help that everything was scripted instead of just improvising on spot and trying to see what we're going to say and getting all this um uh, you know those, those kind of things uh, everything was scripted in and but very nice. So you act like you're watching almost like a, a documentary film. Yeah, kind of thing. that's
0: what you're telling. It's that's instantly what I started thinking about. When you're talking this. Like sounds like a really great documentary.
1: Yeah, but it's it's just me and him talking, and you can shoot that together, like you and I are not now talking. Two cameras, more maybe uh, um, like a white shot, or in my case, I shot him only, and my part as the host was shot a month after. Oh, okay. But because both you were looking at the camera. Like we're doing a Zoom call, so imagine we're doing a Zoom call, but super high-end Zoom call because we're shooting with a 4K camera. Yeah. So
0: and I know, it's, Well, and then you don't have the weird box with your name at the bottom that says, "Oh, yeah. this is just oh, something." Yeah, you I can do a lot the of the things. Time, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful
1: quality with blur in the back, so it's much better for the people's eyes. Uh, the sound is great because it's it's a, you know boom mic like this one. Um, so you just have to be careful because you when you doing post production, everything is scripted. Um, you have to make sure your script when you read it it reads well uh, going back and forward, like reads authentic, right? So I had maybe one comment from like maybe 40,000 people who've seen it who said, oh, it, it looks like it was staged, like you guys weren't on the same spot, which was true. We were not in the same spot. And if somebody even noticed that, they don't really care because it still flows very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can definitely do that. For from, from my case, it worked. I've seen other people doing that as well. The Food Revolution Network, they did that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but some folks, they just shoot it at the same time. So so yeah that that was the the whole thing but then we revealed on the 40th minute we revealed the mTOR, the pathway then we start talking about it and then slowly we got into the whole sales speech but it was very well written by our sales copywriter direct response copywriter that you almost unconsciously now we're, we are we're pitching to you our course and then we're going into the 25 minute pitching of the course but not like pitching directly but it's still we put we are still educating you while we reveal the six modules and we go through all the modules and then we talk then you show testimonials then go back to us we do first call to action and go back to dr ron he shares a whole 10 minute story with his one kind of his client and then back to us kind of the emotional aspect of the the mission all those different other elements yeah just now it's one and a half hours long but with the help of the fact that it was it was scripted like a VSL, you usually script a VSL, but in this case it's a conversational, right? Me and you are talking, Uh, it was, shot with cameras and and mics boom you know with boom mics or lav whatever it is but it was high production in that sense the way we have now high production so that it's better for the viewers eyes and then you can add all the other motion graphics uh all the other elements music stock footage we had lots of stock footage too uh that can help a lot for viewers to stay till the very end
0: yeah yeah well and i like what you did too just um in terms of you know you get the script but You know, being able to just focus on something like get a good camera and a good mic and face it at somebody, right? So the parts that sometimes could really make production costs, and this is me speaking on ignorance because I'm not a producer. I don't make a lot of film. But um, I imagine set pieces, having locations, props, things like that start to get really expensive when you're trying to make a video versus, hey, we just have two people here. Let's talk. Let's make sure the parts that matter in terms of what I'm looking at. Yeah. And what I have here are top quality, and then you have the script right. Because the script needs to sing and the video needs to stay out of the way in terms yeah. of make it easy to see. I love that you did just simple things too, like, hey, blur the background so they're just focused on them, tighter yeah. frames on the face. Um, no, that makes that makes a ton of sense. I can imagine that lowers the cost quite a bit too when you're doing Absolutely. That kind of stuff.
1: Absolutely. And again, we, we have probably 20 revisions of the script, and I really, really want to prove that you can create a one and a half video, and either at the end you're selling a physical product, which by the way, we end up selling as an upsell and that was a f- over 50% take on the physical product nice. because they were already very well educated about the mTOR yeah. and then the physical product, guess what? It's about how to help you manage your mTOR. So mm-hmm. it was very connected. Um, so whether you're doing a physical or digital at the end, high priced, uh, you know it, it works well. Uh, so one other thing, Sorry,
0: I blocked here. <laughs> no, you're okay. Well, let's let's circle back. So I, we first, I mean, that that script and that process, and one thing I wanna say, the idea of the do- making it feel like a documentary, one thing that people really lose sight of in documentaries is we inherently, because of what we've had, we hear the word documentary, we ingest it, it immediately allows you to adopt credibility, yeah. right? If you make it look high production, and it, you know it, it, hey, this looks like somebody professionally did this. I have a credible individual. We're having what looks like a documentary. Trust inherently is already there, mm-hmm. right? You're building that intense trust in there. And I love that it's like two faces just talking on a VSL. You could still put stock footage in there, but it already feels like I could trust this. And then you make it still educational and informative, but you just you add so much more credibility without having to you know, realistically say you do have credentials or it is some famed source that's releasing or something like exactly. that. So I think that's really brilliant.
1: And what I wanted to add is I, I want to prove with that video that with this masterclass that you can create uh, an educational content that is pure education in the first 40 minutes. And you can still add those elements about the open, the loop, the curiosity that we are using from, from for the VSL, for instance, or for the videos that we just talked about and still have the great results, like 2% yeah. conversion rate, on absolutely cold traffic, right? Yeah. So I would just say people to be more open to that aspect too, to to add more real educational to their mm-hmm. VSLs or yes. master classes. So, Definitely. and now we're actually going to test this master class without even an opt in page to, to run cold traffic directly to the master class, almost like a VSL. Mm-hmm. Like you literally send somebody to a VSL, uh, but to this master class, and they're gonna hear in the beginning that this is a master class, but they don't know how long it is. Yeah. So they cannot scroll, they cannot do it, we're gonna just make them watch. And I'm nice. very excited to see how that's gonna go. I too, and, that sounds great. Um, yeah. So speaking of time,
0: um, I just wanna, so we're getting really, really close. I think sure. we're actually probably, this has been fantastic content, but I did wanna give the people just some tidbits on how to make high quality production, yeah, but on a low quality budget. Can you give me three just, of your top tips or things that you do to create high quality video content but not on a high quality budget sure
1: and going back let's talk about those short form content right yeah, that's yeah what let's we're, the short form that's yep. what we were talking about that where you want to create a video for facebook or for mm-hmm. youtube so the the biggest money you can save from is obviously producer and director and i haven't gone to a producing school or directing school so literally it's not a big uh uh it's not very hard to do this on your own like producing is you're just hustling all the time to to find people uh and to do your to do do your video so i would say the most important person after you being the producer and director of this video uh or if you're just the producer obviously is the director is the dp or if you don't want to be the, the the director, I'm sorry. I hope I don't confuse people. <laughs> is you hire somebody who can be the DP, the director of photography, that's the cinematographer, gotcha. who can shoot that and can also direct it, so you can pay him a little bit extra and you can you know he can have him, can have him direct that. So I guess in some little cities there are not many uh, people you can find there in terms of crew mm-hmm. or cast. So I always say it's much cheaper if one person flies to. Los Angeles or, or New York or some of those cities and, and try to produce something like that there versus doing it in their hometown, but they can still do it in their hometown, just saying, you know, as an option. Yeah. But the, finding a DP who knows what he's doing, in most cases, he'll have his own camera. You don't, you don't need a RED camera, that's $6,000. You can do a with a $2,000 camera. You can shoot an amazing 4K quality, high production video, uh like the gh5 for instance panasonic right now i love shooting in that amazing quality and the lens is more important than than the camera so the dp knows what they're doing see their reel see what they've shot and you need one good dp that you can shoot that most of my videos it's literally me the dp and one production assistant the pa is the the guy or the girl for everything anything from helping the dp set up lights and and set up stuff to helping you with food, helping you for for the cast to sign up their forms and stuff like that. So I would say you literally three people you can shoot the whole thing. And my last video, that was more like the Harmon's brother, Chambers Media. I had exactly three people, and that was a high production, different locations. Looks very very looks like a fifty thousand dollar production shot with under five k. And and we can go another podcast. I'm gonna write it this post also. I want I would like to to post to yeah. show all the steps I did because it's a very long kind of process. Uh, but I would just say if they keep the script simple keep in mind the more scenes and more locations you add the more money you need to spend for for that video because you have to move the whole casting crew to different locations and most probably shoot multiple days so if you try to squeeze something in a single day that's going to be the cheapest one my first which is probably the most viral video was one video 300 production one location one shot so the process of writing the script is very important to keep in mind um about your budget and if your budget is under 5k or even like under 1k you have to make sure it's one location yeah and you just go and you shoot it there so in one day you can absolutely show the video like that you have a script you have a dp you do a casting for the for the people you can find uh, plenty of actors on breakdownservices.com you can do a casting there super easy it's like the casting director's job you can do that it's you know it's not very hard uh find people or if you have, if you have friends who want to do it you can do that so um so yeah people yeah. cast One good DP who can be the gaffer, and the gaffer is the guy who lights the whole thing. The DP can uh, light it himself. He can do the the focus too. And then the PA, again, who's going to play the role of the first assistant director, the the production coordinator, you know, one Mm -hmm. person can do the whole thing get the the cast, do their own makeup, their own (laughs) own stuff, and that's how you do it, literally. uh, In a short version, there's many more steps, obviously, but. Yeah, um, we'll we'll definitely see if we could get the the length
0: of the post. If not, you know, DRMP group, if you're not um, a part of that, definitely should join, um, and and the the post will be there, hopefully by the time this podcast uh, airs. Uh, The other thing, just the the overarching thing is simplicity, right? Yes. Don't skimp, be simple. simple. We still want high quality, still want the right people, but we don't need to do all the fancy things. So Absolutely. a simple high-quality production could be low-cost and have high high-quality effects. Um, but you just gotta keep keep kind of things simple with location. With staff, yeah. um, casting, and kind of you know doubling up on some duties. So, exactly. Well, and like I so, said, this is a fan. I really appreciate your time. I know we're getting close on time. It was so much fun. I feel like we could continue to do this for an extra hour, um, yeah. but but I don't want to take all <laughs> of your time as you have a lot to do as well. So um, again, you know, thank you for your time. We covered so much. Um, if if people want to connect with you in any way, how can they get a hold of you? What's the best way? Should they follow you on Facebook, LinkedIn? So you can, yeah,
1: just send me a friend request on Facebook or Perfect. just uh, email at partners at zaron.com and I'm going to be happy to connect with them.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Thanks so much, everyone out there. You have a great rest of your day. Go out and make some fantastic videos because it's probably not as expensive as you are trying to make right now. So have a good one. Bye.
1: Thank you, guys.